This is Melbourne calling. Welcome to Granny Bingo Wireless. There, there. It'll all be over soon. Toodle pip. Go over there, don't be scared now, yeah Lift up your head, hold out your hand Pull up your pants, now why did you pull down your pants? We only just met, but that's why I like you People connecting, grandma's laughing Nostalgia and ethnic dancing Oh, and uh, that was all I have to do Is dream by the Everly Brothers All I have to do is dream Dream, 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 dream Dream, dream, dream When I feel blue In my arms when I need you And all your charms whenever I need you All I have to do is dream I miss having an audience. I miss having an audience. Oh, love. Voice of an angel. I think you were a little bit off on that last dream, though. I noticed it myself. It was as I went from the dream. That's I just got a little sharp uh, on, did, one of, on one of them. Yes. But otherwise, I was nearly bang on to uh, one of the Everly brothers. Yes. I slept with one of the Everly brothers, actually. Yes, and turns out they're not brothers. And I found that out the hard way. It was actually originally the Beverly brothers. And uh, anyway, that's a long story and one that I'll probably get in trouble if I tell. Yes. Uh, hello, kiddies, and welcome to the Granny Bingo Wireless Podcast. It's like the radio, but no one listens to it. My name's Edith <laughs> Vale. Uh, that's Ms. Edith Vale. I'm a former school principal, uh, great-grandmother, and loving friend of my best friend in the entire world, Mrs. Maureen McGillicuddy. Hello, Maureen. How are you? Love? Top of the morning to you. <laughs> People, of course, will know me from creating Live Strong, uh, which those little yellow bands in the late 2000s, early 2000s, that everybody seemed to wear for a, a particular cause at the time. And uh, it was a real shock to me because it was a huge global social movement uh, about a political issue or a, a social issue. And everyone just sort of stopped caring about it after a little while and never talked mm. about it again, which really, that, that never happens. I had one of those wristbands in the early noughties, and it uh, was, um, what was it? It was um, Greenpeace uh, Cleaned the Planet. And I found it in the guts of a flathead that I caught out in Port Phillip Bay. I'm an old fisherwoman Yum. from way back. Isn't it shocking now? Flathead, I was at the supermarket last week. Edith, flathead was 92, I'm not joking, $92 a kilo. Yeah. Oh, you used to throw them out. I know. You and I overfished them. They used to be considered, you know, you'd put them in with your seafood extender. These days, yes. oh, la-dee-da. Anyway, we've turned this into a cooking podcast. Ian Hewitson would be very jealous of us if he was... I don't know, is he still alive? I actually have no idea. What does he do for money, Ian Hewitson, now? I don't know, but I suspect that it includes a large amount of butter. <laughs> Anyway, look at us, losing track, and uh, we haven't even introduced the third woman on this podcast. Well, woman is a strong word, isn't it, love? Yeah, oh, yeah, very far from a woman, and also very far from a man. To be honest with you, she's probably somewhere closer to an Ian Hewitson. 
Well, look, uh, we are, of course, coming to you live from Melbourne, which means we're in the second week of the second lockdown, thanks to mine for uh, Daniel Andrews. And you and I have decided to sort of take a bit of a community focus with the podcast this week, haven't we, love? I think it's time to give back because, you know, we have begged and pleaded uh, with our listeners and the people who come along to Grandy Mingo to just give, give, give to us. And uh, we've been doing that for six years. Next week, it'll be six years since the first time we did Granny Bingo here in Melbourne. And uh, we thought it's finally about time that we spend a few hours giving back. And so it's community hour here at Granny Bingo Wireless. And what have you done for the community this week, love? Well, oh, well, what did I do? This is the uh, the Inquisition, is it? I uh, I fed the needy. Oh, that's very nice, feeding the poor, just like Jesus. That's I'm exactly like Jesus. We've got about the same amount of facial hair. Yes, and it might also explain these weird sores in the middle of my palms. Mm. You also got stoned last Easter. Did I ever? Did I ever? <laughs> and I got nailed too. <laughs> Oh, sorry, I'm being a bitch again. Anyway, I was feeding the needy, and that, for me, is a huge privilege. But you remember earlier in the week, when I went out, I said, I've got a very important thing to do, and I, I acknowledge I was a bit nondescript. Yes, what were you up to? Well, I didn't come home that night, did I? I didn't... No, I know. Caroline and I had to tape the, the Crown off Netflix for you. And thank God you did, because I had no idea what happened to that town in Wales. Mm. Anyway, I got a call. It was my grandson. Oh. Ethan. He said, uh, Nan. I said, yes, Ethan. I haven't heard from you for a very long time. He said, yeah, I know, Nan. I know, I'm in trouble. I said, all right, well, you're my flesh and blood, Ethan. And that's bigger than anything in the world, love. What do you need, love? What do you want? And he said, Nan, I'm hungry. I can't afford food. All my friends are hungry too. I said, well, you know, these thoughts come flooding through your mind as a grandmother, Mm. someone who's been a mother. You immediately go into protection mode. Miss Lovely Mother to Woman 1972, mind you. Uh Aha, I've still got the badge. And uh, my, uh, I went into protection mode. I said, love, I'll get you. What, what do you want? What do you feel like? I said, you need something healthy. And you said, oh, oh it's a chicken. I said, your chicken? Yeah, chicken's good. I'll get you some veggies. I said, I'll be right there, love. So I went outside and I go, hailed down a taxi. Thankfully, there's a few of them on the road at the moment, unbooked. So I went to KFC. What a lovely idea. Yeah, and I got him and his friends 20 meals because they were all gaming together. He said that they were all having games together and that they were at the house. This is midnight. He would have been starving. So I was standing there getting 20 meals. All of a sudden, who turns up? The screws, the pigs. Oh, you've always hated them, haven't you? Through and through, I hate cops in the Herald Sun, Edith, and I heard mm. this on uh, 3AW as well. It wasn't uh, particularly loved on 3AW, but someone called up and wrote into the paper and said that we should defund the police. Well, I'm right behind that because those pigs have had enough. And it's always shocked me to see a police car driving around because I didn't know that pigs could drive cars. Yes, all right. We're getting a bit blue for the podcast. Anyway, anyway, anyway. I'm standing there trying to feed my grandson and his starving friends who are resorting to playing, you know, who-who, what-what games. And... uh, and the cop says, oh, 
who are those for there? I said, oh, that's none of your business, you know. He said, well, you, you can leave right now and you, you won't be taking any KFC. I said, you bastard. I spent the night, Edith, in the clink. I didn't want to tell you I was, I was so embarrassed, but when you brought up community service, I was trying to do the right thing. And, and Sergeant Barjas has put me in the clink all night and my grandson could be dead, I don't know. You know, Maureen, I have to be honest with you, I already knew. <gasps> you did? <laughs> yes, I wasn't going to tell you this, but you know in the cell next to you, to your right, there was the yeah. woman in the long coat with the beehive with the Russian accent. Yeah, yeah, Svetlana. Yes, yeah, uh, that was me, to be honest. <gasps> I, I put the accent on so you wouldn't recognise me. I didn't recognise you at all. I was humiliated to be in jail again, you know. <gasps> I promised myself last time I wouldn't do it again. Yeah, but... That was 1945. We were all sent to jail at the, at the end of that. You, you don't have to be embarrassed about this. Well, I know, I know, but I really didn't want you knowing. I got arrested as well that evening. Oh. Because, of course, I've been very community-minded too. I've been concerned about an uprising lately, you know. I, I've been watching Alan Jones on Sky News. Oh, and yeah. he was saying, because we live in Melbourne and Daniel Andrews has really lost control, mm. that now mm. that the virus has gone everywhere because Daniel Andrews made the uh, security guards have sex with all of those people That's in the right. hotel. That's what happened. Uh, he was saying that the African gangs are coming back. Remember those? Oh, the Ajax gang. The Ajax gang, yes. So I've been learning karate. Uh, I've been doing oh. remote courses with the Lions Club um, Zoom. via Zoom. Yes, 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 yes. I meet the Sensei every afternoon. Uh, I'm a brown belt, of course. Of course. Uh, the third highest belt that you can go. I, he said I could go higher. He can see oh. me going high. But wow. I don't want to. I, I, mainly because I don't own a red belt. And no. uh, with restrictions, I don't really think I should be going out and buying a new coloured belt. No, of course you. not. So I'm happy to settle at brown belt, which is still very high. What's your sensei's name? Jeremy. Ah, right, yes. That's a very traditional sensei name. Uh, anyway, my intention was to keep the people here at the nursing home safe from young people that are going out rioting and that sort of thing. Mm -hmm. I might have been a little bit overzealous, I think, to be honest with you, Maureen. Oh. Retrospectively, hindsight is twenty twenty. Uh, the, the cops came round because... Uh, I'm not I'm not proud to say this, but I... I Assaulted was the word that they used. Permanently maimed was another phrase. There they go. The pigs managed to find the dictionary, did they? Oh, yeah. Yes, they did, yeah. Some primary school children that were on their way down to get the bus after school. I, I, do, I honestly thought that they were coming to ransack the home, but uh, apparently not. Yes, I was in the clink for the night. Caroline bailed me out. Uh, which was nice of you, wasn't it, Caroline? That was very nice of you. Oh, Caroline, they're well I mean, they're very familiar with Caroline down at the cop shop. Oh, yes, they know her well, yes. Oh, yeah, that's terrible, Edith. I'm so sorry. I'm, so I'm sorry that you had to go through that, and I'm sorry that I didn't share and that you didn't share. We could have gone through that together. And strangely enough, Caroline was the one that uh. saved us. But, you know, after hearing your story... And after having shared mine, I feel better, and I feel better having heard yours. It only reinforces what was in the back of my mind, and I, I, I wasn't going to say it because I thought, oh, Maureen, you're the giddy old silly thing, out of touch. I, I, I am the victim. I'm the victim.
here, and Edith, you're a victim too. Yes, we are. We may have been perpetrators in this case, but we are also victims. You know, nothing is black and white. There's so much that's happened. There is. We have been the victims of identity theft, haven't we, love? That's... Uh, I didn't want to... I didn't know it was going to happen to you. I didn't want to bring it up because we've both got things going on, and, and obviously there's there's bigger things in the world. No, there's not bigger things in the world. We've been victims of identity theft. Someone has stolen my identity and someone has stolen Edith's identity and I'm scared. I'm That's scared. That's right. I don't know, for our listeners, I don't know if you're all on TikTok. Yeah, of course I'm on TikTok too. <laughs> no, you're not. I am. No, 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 you're sitting on a TikTok biscuit. What time is it meant to be? Because I think it, the clock might have melted here. Yes, what flavour is it? Mm, let me try it. That's a, that's tastes a lot like polyester. I think that that might have come from your pants, to be honest. Anyway, uh, I don't know, kiddies, listeners, if you're on this thing called TikTok, but these kids, what they've been doing is because they can cover their uh, mouths with um, the face masks now, they're going to the bottle shop mm. to buy, you know, the liquor. Liquor? I don't even know her. <laughs> And they're dressing up as, as older people like ourselves. Well, the cops rocked up. They said, oh, yeah, Miss Vale, you know, Miss McGillicuddy. They said, well, you just down at the bottle shop. Did you buy four slabs of red bears? Oh. I said, I don't know what a red bear is. I have no idea what you do. They said, well, the, the two women that looked exactly like you in face masks. I said, yeah, what did they look like? What did they look like? How do they know? They said, well, one rather slender, taller woman in, with a beehive... And shoulder pads, I said, well, yeah, no, fair enough, that sounds like me. And they said, I can't remember the description they gave of the other person. They said it looked like the Hamburglar in drag. Was that right? Yeah, well, uh, you know, I, I said, what is the Hamburglar in drag? I said, what a silly reference point, you, you unprofessional pig. And he said, all right, well, uh, it was somewhere between that and uh, the bird woman from Home Alone 2. I said, I said what, what's, 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 what's this? And then I, I said, I, I still don't know what you're talking yes, about, love. I said, it's all gobbledygook right. what you're talking about. That's right. He's, and he said, well, all right, here. This is the best I can give you, he said, imagine that Little Britain somehow came back for another season and they were doing a really offensive caricature of an older Australian woman. And we said, oh, yes, that will be Maureen. Oh, yes. that'll be me. Yeah. Did she have rollers in her hair? Yeah, yep. I said, oh, the, yeah, all right, I get what you're saying. That would be very confusing, but I haven't been to the liquor shop. Uh, no. How would they know? So this is young. You're telling me that young men, you know, 16, 15-year-old, yes. dressing up like old women and going to yeah. buy alcohol. That is disgusting. The idea of a younger man dressing up as an older woman. Just, there's something sickening about it, isn't it? Men dressing up and pretending to be old women. That's uh, sick in the head. There's something wrong with them. Their parents need to have a good hard look at themselves and ask themselves where they've gone wrong. That is exactly what is wrong with society today. And I will not, I will not support it. I think it's absolutely sick. This is the problem with the youth. Anyway, listeners, if you would like to support the Granny Bingo Wireless podcast, you can do so by jumping on to patreon.com slash grannybingo. Now it's time for a word from our sponsors. The following is a paid advertisement from the City of Melbourne Tourism Board. Visit Melbourne. Cheer in the stands at the MCG. Visit Melbourne. Take in an exhibition at the National Gallery. Visit Melbourne. 
Head to Ligon Street for a delicious... Oh, fuck it. Yeah, okay, okay, we get it. Like, it's a little bit shit. We've had to shut everything down for a while. It's not ideal. But you know what? We're actually fine with it. It's good for us. We're actually fucking thrilled about it. Because now, we can have Vieux de Mont delivered to our door. How many Michelin-star restaurants are delivering in Canberra? Ah, yeah. Actually, we're fucking thrilled. We are over the fucking moon about this lockdown. And you know why? Because now, we don't have Adelaideans flying over and walking too slowly around Chinatown while they treat themselves to a plate of not-too-spicy dumplings before they go and see Harry Potter the Cursed Child, but part one only because it's too expensive, and then complain about how it's different to the books. We're actually fucking thrilled! Because now we can get into an Uber without having to brush aside the vomit from some Sydney cider who can't handle their booze because they're not used to being allowed to stay out after 9.30pm. Yeah, so fuck it! Okay, we lost the AFL to Queensland for a few months, but you know what? We still get a public fucking holiday for the grand final, and you don't, so suck on that, Queensland. In fact, Queensland, you can take your grand final, and you can take your good weather, and your premier, who speaks like a year 10 private school girl giving a presentation on a book she forgot to read, and shove it up your ass. Visit Melbourne. We may not be the most livable city anymore, but I'd rather die than have to spend a weekend in Brisbane. Ahem, all right, yes, and thank you to all of our sponsors. That one, obviously, a big one, the city of Melbourne. Gosh, that took yes. a, bit of, a bit of convincing. They've got a few things to focus on at the moment. Of course, uh, the city of Melbourne is, is usually well known for its live entertainment and its wonderful <laughs> evenings, and at the moment, uh, we might as well be living in Bacchus Marsh, <laughs> to be honest <laughs> with you. There's nothing happening. But one of the highlights of the Melbourne calendar, for anyone listening mm-hmm. from uh, overseas, Tasmania and whatever, um, of course, we have in Melbourne the Grand Final. That's a big one. Yes. That happens every yes. Year. The Grand Prix. The Grand Prix. The Melbourne Cup is a big one. And one of the other big things that happens on the calendar in Melbourne 12 times a year is Granny Bingo, our live night that we do at the 86 in Fitzroy. And uh, we've turned that into an online event now, haven't we, love? I, I did a short course on the, on the internet at the Whitehorse Civic Centre, and now we're going to do uh, Granny Bingo via Zoom. Yes, because we had to think about it, and we thought so many people are losing money in this uh, pandemic. Small business owners, um, you know, people in office jobs, people working in retail. Oh. Everyone is losing money. The only people that shouldn't lose any money in this entire pandemic, and I agree with both the state and federal governments mm-hmm. on this, um, mm-hmm. are people that uh, own real estate, because you should still mm-hmm. have to pay your rent regardless of how little money you're making, and yes. old ladies that host bingo. Yes. So we now have turned our regular bingo night into a Zoom bingo night. And the next one's happening on August the 3rd. That is the 3rd of August. That is a Monday night. Uh, You can buy a ticket to it and we'll invite you to a Zoom meeting and we'll be giving away some fabulous prizes and having a lot of fun with it as well. That's right. It's a fully digital event, but you'll still get to see your favourite Nanas. Now, we talked about community earlier and we are dedicating this entire episode to community. community. Later we'll be doing Agony Grange, which is where we help the community out by answering their questions quite directly. Mm-hmm. But we thought a more less direct way of helping the community out would be uh, a new segment, and that is uh, the Community Notice Board. And of course, the backbone of any community is their notice board. Uh, you know, you can go down to uh, Safeway and they've got the, the community notice I've told you, it's called Woolworths now. 
Remember when we were little girls? There used to be Safeway and Woolworths and Coles New World and, and Coles. Yes. And we, you, then they got rid of Woolworths and they only had Safeways. Yes. And then about That's 20 right, years yes. later, they said, oh, no, 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 it's called Woolworths. And I got so confused. 20 years goes like that. I cannot keep up. You're supposed to, you know, men are women now yeah. and gays are equal now. Woolworths is Coles and Coles is Maya. And the Nazi party is the Australian Christian lobby. I cannot keep I up. Can't I don't keep know. Up. Anyway. They have these notice boards down at the local grocery, whatever you call the grocery store. People can put up a little note saying, I'm selling something or I'm looking for someone or whatever. We thought we'll try and do the right thing by the community and create a virtual community notice board. So we put a bit of a call out and we asked people if they had anything that they needed to put up on the notice board. And we've got a few people that have written little notes. Do you want to read the, the first one, love? What's this? <coughs> yes. Uh, and you can put any type of uh, notice on a notice board. That is what a notice board is for. It is a board for all types of notices. Uh, this the first one is uh, f it's a for sale. Someone's selling something. One slightly eaten roast chook. Some green bits. Most have been cut off. Uh, used by date somewhat in the past. I mean, you know, everything's in the past. Hello, what's time? It's just a spectrum. It's a construct. One leg has been replaced with beef. No stuffing. The stuffing has been removed. $75, non-negotiable, pick-up only in Ascot Vale. Lovely. If you're interested in buying a roast chook for 70 or a partial, a partial roast chook for $75... Some part, part, partly beef, partly chicken. We can, uh, <laughs> we can hook you up with that. All right, get in touch. Uh, what's the next card? Uh, here we go. Uh, uh, missed connection. Oh, missed connection. This is where you you know you've seen someone in public and you wanted to start a conversation and uh, you didn't have the balls to do it at the time, so you write in a dalliance, uh, and it says. Uh, to the young lady travelling home on the Sandringham line. Oh, lucky girl. Here we go. That one goes through South Yarra Station there. I know. Uh, last Thursday at 5.45pm, who had the golden hair that smelt like lavender. I was the handsome man who was smelling your hair. Oh, that's a bit creepy, isn't it? I don't know if I like that. We caught each other's eye as my penis brushed against your shoulder. Oh, no, I don't like this at all. Um, unfortunately, you managed to get off the train before I could get your number. Uh, right. Please email j.frydenberg at government.org.au. No, no, oh, sorry about that, whoever that was. I, I don't support mm. that. Mm. Uh, here's another one. This is a lost and found. This means someone's, you know, found something or lost something. Yes. And this one's come from our friend. We, we did put a call out at the nursing home to see if anyone had any notices for the notice board. This has come from our friend Beryl Beltbuckle. Hi, Beryl. Hello, Beryl. A call out to Beryl. Uh, Beryl says, uh, found one rubber glove with four fingers missing. So rubber glove, mm. use it for the oh. cooking if anyone's lost that. It's got four fingers missing. It has been tied in a knot and dropped behind the petrol station. Uh, will keep on my person until reunited with the owner. Oh. Why would you chop all four fingers off a rubber glove? Oh, it seems weird. I don't know. Mm. Okay. Uh, do you want me to do this one? Yeah. Uh, free to good homes. So this is a giveaway. Uh, one 
times very naughty boy. Oh. oh, it's a little puppy dog, perhaps. A blonde British bulldog, cross mongrel. Oh, they are just delightful, those dogs. Oh, I love them. Uh, lots of bark and no bite. Answers to Boris. Uh, pick up a 10 Downing Street. So that, Lovely. Uh, I think, first in best dressed in that regard there. All right, uh, I'll do the next one as well. Uh, it's a pen pal. Oh, well, this is a, this is a beautiful part of community notice boards. To connect with people and make new friends. It's very, very important. Uh, so it's a pen pal wanted. I'm an older lady who is searching for a friend. Unfortunately, I no longer find the people in my life interesting. That's terrible, Edith, because we were only uh, talking about this. Actually, the other day I don't know if lo- you need to read this one. Actually. No, that's all right. We were talking. No, it's important. No, Loneliness I don't know if this is one's... an epidemic. They think COVID's bad, but loneliness uh. for older women is terrible. Uh, my best friend is only into Ian Hewitson. I love Ian Hewitson. I too, don't know actually. Uh, I have been stuck in a bunker with her for several months now and cannot stand it any longer. Um, I do. You don't need to finish this one. I think we're, no, we're wasting no, no, time. No, no, We've only no, got so no, much time left on this podcast. I'm the president of the Country Ladies Association, Melbourne City Subbranch. I'll finish a letter if I want to. All right. Uh, okay. Go for it. I am desperate for some intelligent conversation with someone who isn't a complete idiot. My interests include crochet, karate... And throwing darts at pictures of Daniel Andrews. Um. Ah, right. I mean, that sounds a little familiar, doesn't it? Uh, please write to E. Vale, care of Areola Gardens, nursing home. That, E. Vale, that's, this woman sounds terrific to me. I, I might write her a letter. That's a good idea, actually, love. Yes, a very good idea. You should write to her. I'll write a letter for that. That's good. Wonderful. Do you want to read the next one? I'll, I'll think about um, my letter. Yes, all right. Yes, that's a good idea, I think. <laughs> all right, next one is um, for sale. Oh, this is a, for sale. Used surgical masks. I don't know if you're supposed to reuse those. Um, good for infecting enemies. Uh, also available, COVID-19 positive test swabs diaphragms with pinholes, and clean urine samples. Hmm, I don't know um, about that. Uh, uh, call Caroline Springs on 0327... No, Caroline! Caroline, you can't write no. into our segment! Why are you? Why would you, Caroline, write into our segment? That's, that's how stupid would you have to Keep be? your biohazard resale business to yourself... Keep it on Craigslist where it belongs, Caroline. That's disgusting. So selfish. Disgusting. I'm sorry about that, listeners. That has not at all gone the way I hoped it had. You and I would never do something as silly as writing into our own community notice board. <laughs> no, 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 no. Um, of course, if anyone does uh, have anything they'd like put into uh, next week's notice board, you can get in touch with us on our social media. <laughs> Granny Bingo on Instagram or Edith Vale and Maureen McGillicuddy on Facebook. That's right. Oh, what have you got in your uh, your teacup today, love? <laughs> uh, in my teacup today, Edith... I've got a red South Australian tea. What's in yours? Not something I usually put in the teacup. You might be able to hear Uh that it's just a lot of scotch with a very little bit of ice. Oh, yum.
That's good for you. It is, you're right. Because I find, like a lot of the people that listen to us, uh, when they're in the toilets at Puftov, they're very good at giving advice when they've mm. been on the substances. Uh, so I thought oh, I'd get yes. a little bit tipsy before we do our next segment, which is, of course, called Agony Grands. Do you want to tell them what it's about, love? <laughs> well, thank you for asking, Edith. Agony Grands is a game show where you can win up to $10,000 worth of cash and prizes. Now, here's your host, Glenn Reed. No, no, no. Oh, my God, we need to get your medication checked. Uh, Agony Grands is a segment where you can write in via our social media channels with a little problem you might have in your life. Oh, that's Agony Grand. Right, sorry. Now, we print all of the letters off. I've got the pile of letters here today. Uh, shall I read the first one? Or Yes. Please, yeah, right. go for it, love. Yeah. Uh, um, uh, help. Oh, that's an interesting way to start a letter. Help. Are you sure that's not meant to say hello? No, it, it says H-E-L-P with an exclamation mark as well. Oh, dearie me, they are in trouble. Oh, Let's have a look. They must be gay if they're that dramatic. Uh, help. I'm tearing my hair out. Uh, I live in Melbourne and we've just gone back into lockdown. Uh, duh, I know. Yes. So away, hello. I have a two-month-old and my husband has just gone back to working night shifts. He is at Woolworths, so he is an essential worker. I can't get used to calling... It's still Safeway, if you ask me. I can't get it's used Safeway. to calling it Woolworths. Safeway. That's right, I agree. They're, that's not Woolworths, it's Safeway. And uh, the, the other thing they get wrong there is that they call them essential workers. Essential workers, <laughs> yes. <laughs> I don't think so. Anyway, I have a two-month-old uh, and my husband has just gone back to working night shifts. He is at Safeway. So he is an essential worker. <clears throat> My baby hasn't slept more than half an hour at a time yet. Mm. I am going right. insane. Uh, she signed that off, Annika. Sleepless in Seaford. Oh. Wins, 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 wins. There is so much to unpack. There is there, a lot to there? unpack. Where would you start, love? Of course, you and I worked as midwives before the war, didn't we, love? I don't know if any of our listeners have uh, seen a television program called Call the Midwife, but that was almost exclusively based on Maureen and I's memoirs of, of our time in the east end of London, uh, pre-war. They niced it up a bit. Well, yes, they've tightened it up. And, of course, yeah. they've taken out a lot of the, the, the dirty, sexy kind of stuff that we got up to. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry, love. Uh, with your midwife wimple on, what would you uh, say to to Annika, sleepless and seafood? Yeah, I don't know. I, I, I'm biased, I suppose, but I, when I worked at the supermarket, I worked at Coles New World and Safeway, uh, I never worked night shift. And, uh, you know, uh, in the tea room, uh, we'd go and have our lunch because this was back before barcode. So we had to remember all the codes. You had to rest. You had to rest your mind and your, and your body. And I'd go in there. There was a woman called Anne that I worked with. And Anne was the front-end manager. Mm. And uh, she, her and I would sit in the tea room. And she'd say to me, she'd say, uh, Oh, Maureen. Did you see what the Nightville people did last night? I'd say, mm. oh, oh no. She said, don't you think they're so dirty and disgusting? Mm. And I'd say, oh, I don't know about that. She goes, oh, come on, Maureen. You think like the rest of us, don't you? You're cool, aren't you? She'd say. I'd say, oh, I, I don't really like to talk about people. She'd say, oh, come on, Maureen. You know what those people do. 
the night shift workers. And I got swept up into hating them. I thought they were filthy, disgusting people. And it's lessons like that that I've learned in my life, Annika, that has led me towards a bias towards night shift workers. So uh, what I'm saying is that your husband's probably the type of person to pee his bumhole and sniff it in the middle of the supermarket mm. aisles. And I think that's very sad for you. I don't blame you for not sleeping. Very good advice there, love. Thank you. That's a thank you for your insight. I do wonder, though, if perhaps Annika's inability to sleep might be more related to the fact that her baby, uh, her two-month-old child, has not yet been able to sleep for more than half an hour at a time, and less to do with her husband picking his bumhole while doing the night shift at Cole. Right, yeah, no, you might be right. But with my midwife, Wimple on, and my expertise, many, many years, of course, I was a very well-respected midwife before the war, and a very good success rate at 37% of the babies I delivered lived, which was very impressive. Uh, I would say, Annika, a little tip from a mother who's had of you, uh, a, good, a good little shake of Bubba just before you pop them into bed, will uh, will calm them down. A good sort of, you know, not, not you don't want to be thrashing them around. Don't hold them by the legs or anything. No, 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 no. You just want to sort of give them a little bit of a shake, like you would if you turned the taster upside down and were trying to get the crumbs out of the toaster. Just a little yeah. wobble back and forward. You can give it a tap on the head as well, just in that soft part at the back mm -hmm. of the head. That'll mm -hmm. definitely help that out. And, of course, you could always try not whinging uh, because, you know, you got yourself into this mess you decided to marry a man that works at a supermarket that's on you that's not on me i can't help it if you've yeah. decided to yeah. have a child and and uh, with a man that's not going to be around at night time to help you and uh, quite frankly yeah. it's a woman's role anyway annika and quite frankly do what we used to do and suffer yeah. quietly and silently and drink uh, a lot and uh take valium take some valium that's what i would say whilst yeah. breastfeeding and actually that's another tip if you take the, bre the valium whilst you're still breastfeeding Bubs will get a little bit of that Valium and he'll nod off even quicker. So there you go, Annika. Don't bring your problems to us. Uh, we no. didn't ask you to no. bring your problems to us. Don't just impose your issues on two lovely, attractive older women who are just trying to bring some light entertainment into people's world. What are you clouding it all with your problems? My God. Uh, and of course, you can send your uh, angry grins to us at any point in time for a bit of advice from us. What's the next letter in the pile, love? Your, your turn to read. Here you go. Okay. Wow, look at this one, Edith. Look at the envelope. It's got... It's oh, very it's old. old. It's, it's even got the uh, the airmail. My goody aunt, this must have been in the mail forever. <laughs> That's what that, that postage stamp says, 1975. 75. Ten cents. Ten cents to send a letter, can you imagine that? We really are falling behind on these letters, aren't we? Oh, my goodness. Okay, here we go. Uh, uh, your Royal Highness, a duty falls upon me to write you and inform the Crown of my intention to dismiss the Right Honourable Prime Minister Sir Gough Whitman. Well, no, 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 no. Show me the envelope. Oh, that's not even for that. us, love. That's that. No, that's a wrong address. That's come from Canberra. Oh, I, I don't know anyone in Canberra. That's supposed to go to Elizabeth Windsor. Elizabeth. Oh, she... No, Elizabeth was in the... She was in the room down the hall from us. Could be her. Could be uh, her. You remember could her? her? Yes, could be her, yes. Uh, that's all right. Go to so the next... So that's not right. We shouldn't read no, her. Mail, no, no. Go to the no. next letter. Uh, okay. Uh, uh, 
This one here. Oh, All right. That's going um, down like petrol, I can tell you that. What's the next letter? What's that, your cuppa? Yes. Mm. Uh, hello, Edith and Maureen. <laughs> Not you, Caroline. Shack on that cash. <laughs> <laughs> no one wants Caroline's advice. <laughs> hello, Edith and Maureen. It's my 60th birthday in a few weeks. Oh, congratulations. Oh, yeah, yeah. So cool. <laughs> Uh, I'm not married and I don't have any children. Lesbian! (laughs) (laughs) And I had planned on going to Bali for a week with my friends. Now that we are back in lockdown, COVID-19 has put an end to those plans. Dead right. I always have a big party for my birthday and my girlfriends get involved. I have enclosed a photo of my 55th birthday party. The theme was Great Gatsby. That's such a good idea for a theme, isn't it? Great Gatsby. I wouldn't, I'd never think of having that as a theme for a birthday. Any ideas of what we could do for this year? Many thanks. Trude from Parkdale. That's a nice letter. Can I have a look at that photograph she's enclosed in the envelope? Yes, yes. Oh. Oh, Trude. Let's have a look at this. Oh, Trudy. True, 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 Trude. Oh, I'm going to assume, looking at your face, that very, very long, long face, oh. very tired, worn, and 55, I think. Uh, let's start with that. I think <laughs> you might be telling fibbies. Or the other one. <laughs> Trude, I'm going to assume your name's Gertrude. You look like a Gertrude. I'm sure you've tried to make it sound nicer, but if I saw that face... It's surprising to see that face outside of either a library or a horse stable, but uh, if I saw that face, I would have thought it was Gertrude. I have to say, Trude, this is... uh this is tragic. This, this I, I mean, this is verging on senior citizen pornography, Trude. <laughs> I know that flappers were were popular in the 1920s, but I, all I'm seeing is a, a lot of flaps hanging a lot lower than it is supposed to be, Trude. This is really yeah, pathetic, honestly. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, that's sad, honestly. I mean, I might be a, a tragic old woman sitting in a bunker doing a podcast, but this... Is pathetic, Trude. Yeah, Absolutely yeah, pathetic. Yeah. Look at the look at the feathers with the sequins. Oh my God, Trude. I reckon you probably had that dress in the nineteen twenties as well. <laughs> <laughs> oh, what a miserable, miserable looking woman. <laughs> oh, but you have written in, so I guess we should give you some advice. Oh God, Trude. Oh, jeez, the, the years have ravaged her, haven't they? All I those trips to Bali. Can have I look at the Have a closer look at the All those trips to Bali, all those cheap gadang cigarettes <laughs> and all those beers with the slightly younger Balinese boys down at the... <laughs> look the at the her up. face! Look at her face! <laughs> Honestly, oh, true. Oh, oh, my God. Goodness. Oh, and you're not even married, Trude. You're not married with no children. Why would you want to celebrate another year of your life? Honestly. Looking, oh. Look, in that blue dress, she looks like one of those taxis that beeps at you in Bali. She, get, she does. would keep saying, no, no. She'd just walk down the street and someone would go, no, no, thank you. Stop beeping. I'm sure everyone's had a ride. <laughs> 
anyway, uh, Trude, um, I'm guessing, Trude, you're in Parkdale, so that means you're in lockdown again. Um, you could, of course, uh, book Maureen and myself for a private gig. We do oh, we'd love uh, private to do functions you, over Zoom. Um, you can get in touch with us via our social media, and we'd be more than happy to uh, organise a, a private oh, event yeah. on online for you, Trude, so that all your friends can stay at home. <laughs> At the, at, the, at the nursing home, high the needs nursing, nursing home. That they live in, yeah. <laughs> oh, Trudy, good. Thank you for writing in, love. And all the. I hope you get to celebrate your 61st again. Ah, <laughs> uh, uh, that's t- terrific. All right, let's, uh, let's pay for this, this crap heap. Uh, now a word. From our sponsors. Hi kids, I'm Corey the Coronavirus, and here's some tips to keep you safe from me. Wash, wash your hands, keep them nice and clean, and wear a mask when you go out to play. Try to stay apart, 1.5 metres between, and you can keep me away. By following the rules, we keep each other safe. When you're with your friends, you'll be protected. But if they're from Victoria, it won't be long before you join the growing number of infected. The monsters from the south will cough into your mouth, spreading viral death with ease. I'll tell it to you straight. The entire state is one big putrid cesspit of disease. And remember, if you see a Victorian in your neighbourhood, get a grown-up to kill it with fire. I'm Corey the Coronavirus. Stay safe and Victorians are evil. Lovely little message there for the kiddies. Uh, Because we are all about community in this episode. We only care about you. That's right. For this episode. And we've always cared about community, haven't we, love? Because we are, of course, as we've mentioned before, uh, part of the Country Ladies Association, very similar to the Country Women's Association, but we aren't bitches. <laughs> yeah, we're not complete. We're complete moles. Yeah. <laughs> Listeners, you might not know that you are in the presence of a well, someone who's really regarded almost as highly as the Queen in the Country Ladies Association. Uh, on this podcast right now, my best friend, Maureen McGillicuddy, is the president of the Melbourne inner city sub-branch of the Country Ladies Association. Hoi, hoi, pip, pip. Hoi, hoi, pip, pip. That's that's right, love. <laughs> yes, I am the president of the Country Ladies Association, uh, Melbourne City sub-branch 2024, founded in 1879. Uh, and it is my duty upon which to officially recognise those who have come before us and the members that are with us still today, albeit a dwindling membership base. Yes. Now, we talked about how much the COVID-19 crisis is affecting different organisations, and the Country Ladies Association is not immune. As treasurer of the Melbourne Inner City sub-branch, duty falls upon me to look forward and forecast income that might be happening. Uh, and, of course, uh, once a year we make the most, the bulk of our money at the um, Royal Melbourne Show, which happens uh, every year in September. September that's right, September? during the school holidays. Mm, yes, and uh, look, Looks like it, it 
possibly may not happen this year, which is a big crisis for us financially. Um, of course, as treasurer, I get good news and I get bad news. I did have some good news recently. I forgot to tell you this, actually, oh. love. Um, yes, the tax department said that our payments are outstanding. Really? Very good. That's a re- very that's good wonderful. news. Yes, I, I got a, a letter. I had to sign for the letter. They said that the payments are outstanding. Yes. So that's good news. But the bad news is that um, it looks like the Royal Melbourne Show will not be happening this year. Uh, and, of course, we do make most of our sales there. We are in competition at the Royal Melbourne Show with the Country Women's Association. They're well known for selling uh, scones at the Royal That's Melbourne right, Show, and they make mo- the bulk of their income in the, that, that you know, 10-day period yes. at the Royal yeah. Melbourne Show. Yeah. Hacks. Uh, and, of course, we, we run a tight competition against them. We have a little stall next to mm-hmm. theirs where we sell Anzac biscuits. Um, That's right. But we have a bit of a trick. And, listeners, please don't repeat this to anyone else. This is a little secret between your Nana Edith and uh, you. Um, what we like to do is we put a little bit of... My, my, my grandson is, is a stoner, I believe the, the word is. He sells weed, so I get a little bit of weed off him. And what I do is we put it into the uh, the Anzac biscuits, and we sell them. We call them something slightly different because, of course, you're not allowed to sell Anzac biscuits without, uh, by law, without having the official recipe. And I do change the recipe slightly by putting weed. And you're certainly not allowed to sell them with weed in them. That's right, yes. So we call them Kokoda biscuits uh, because they'll really fuck you up, I can tell you that. You're never the same <laughs> afterwards. But it looks like we're not going to be able to get that income. And, of course, we, every year, make $7.2 million at the Royal Melbourne Show selling those That's biscuits. Right. So uh, we are looking to make some more money this year, and we've been looking to do that online via our Zoom meetings, doing a bit of fundraisers. But, unfortunately, most of our members uh, don't know how to use the Internet. So we're doing a, we're doing a new recruitment process this year, um, and that is to get younger people. The first time in 150 years we've tried to get young people into the Country Ladies Association. Uh, so we've been, we've had a bit of a brainstorm with the girls, Beryl Beltbuckle, Maureen, myself and Caroline, and we thought we'd come up uh, with, with a new recruitment jingle, because uh, that seems to be a way to get cool Jingles. young people in. And we've worked with Maureen's grandson, who's a fat little Miserable a little yeah, he's a turd. dresses up. He he dresses up as a a, 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 yeah. a woman and and it's very sad. He's not nice to be around. No, he's not. But he does write rap songs, and we know mm. rap songs are very cool. Oh, so yeah. we've decided to write a little rap song to try and recruit new members to the Country Ladies Association. We thought we might uh, perform that on the podcast, and if anyone feels like engaging with us, get in touch with us via our yes, social media. Yes, please do, and uh, and we hope you enjoy this. Share it around with your friends, because it's a real cool. I'm P, I'm P Nanny, so, um, you know, yo, 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 dude, and my friend here, Edith, is M&M's. Here we go. All right, you ready, love? You got you, Turn your cap yes, around I've backwards. Yes, i got my cap on backwards. I, That's right. I, and luckily, my pants are already halfway down, so here we go. All right. <clears throat> here we go. <clears throat> oh. You might think that the CLA isn't very cool. Well, I 
am here to tell you if you think that you're, you're a, a fool. fool. There are scones and jam and cream. And to say no would be daft. And you are gonna love it if you're really into craft. What, what up, up knitters? We'll teach you how to crochet. Keep your tension tight. We call up Talkback Radio. Really late at night. Reading from the Bible. But just the King James Version. We ate a lot of tea cake. And we sometimes have excursions to, to a, a factory. factory. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Great Ocean Road. It's fun, but very tired. It's exhausting, Edith. I notice it straight away. But we're country <laughs> ladies. We're from the city. But country ladies. C-L-A Community and friendship Right across the nation Have a cup of tea And a free flu vaccination With women for the benefit Of every single Aussie So sign up to the C-L-A And join our country posse Bring Bring a a plate We're working in the kitchen Passing on our skills You should taste my meatloaf And my lemon slice it kills We've got a little library Only romance fiction. And you'll need to go to rehab for a coconut coconut ice addiction. addiction. Wow, yo! We're country ladies. We're We're from from the city. But country ladies. C-L-A. We're an amalgamation. Just like potpourri. We're better all together and our clothes don't smell like we. We'll pop down to the RSL and have a curry chop. And chewing will be easy after Monday's denture swap. Have Have a a doily. doily. We're making an appointment. Getting a blue rinse. And you will be astounded at what we we can can do with mints. Women live the longest. So just pick up that phone. If you don't join the CLA, you'll you'll probably die die alone. Make sure you sign up. Um, of course, we, we've got to make up for those Kokoda biscuits. We're, We're country ladies. <laughs> We're, We're from, from the city. city. But country ladies. C-L-A. <laughs> oh, well done, love. Well done. I reckon that's going to get us a few new members. Yeah, I hope so. I certainly hope so. And uh, what an episode. I am absolutely rooted, Edith. I am too. All this care for the community. It's so hard, isn't it? I wish I didn't care as much as I do. Luckily, next week we'll be going back to a normal episode. Yes. We'll be asking for your money through a Patreon donation. That's right. Of course, uh, kiddies, we love bringing this uh, podcast to you every week, but it is a lot of work, so do jump onto our Patreon. If you've got a few dollars to spare, we'd love it. But uh, do make sure you tune in next week. We've got a jam-packed episode planned, haven't we? I'm really excited, because I'll I'll be explaining how boats float. Yes, uh, I'll be teaching you how to smuggle yourself into New South Wales. That's right, and Caroline will be giving away Tommy Little's personal phone number. But until next week, kiddies, remember, the federal government doesn't give a fuck about you, so don't vote for them in the next election. Goodbye. Bye-bye, have a great one. Look after yourself and don't leave the house if you're in Melbourne.
and uh, she, well, her and I would sit in the tea room, and she'd say, "Oh, Edith, uh, your name's Maureen, love. <laughs> how much of the <laughs> how much of that red tea uh, have you had?" <laughs> <laughs> Not enough. Hang on. I need to calm down with this scotch. I don't usually drink scotch, and I'm pissed as a fart, to be honest with you, love. Yummy. And she'd say to me, she'd say, Oh, Maureen, did you see what the Nightville people did last night? 